to The Dimensional Ladder with your host, Roy Laverne. I am your host, Roy Laverne, and this is The Dimensional Ladder, your Ophiuchus friend. I am here to share some more of my dreams, some more of my insights. These are things I'm not making up. These are real experiences I had, kind of my general view on dreams. Is there another reality somewhere? And this life is something like a dream, as cliche as it sounds. However, we are not passive dreamers. We are to be lucid dreamers and participate in our reality, create the things that we want to see in the world, be the change we want to be. Or we want to see. You know what I mean. Anyways, I did a, an interview with Alexis Rose yesterday of Ascension Diaries. Go to ascensiondiaries.com. She provides uh, psychic services. She uh, does monthly teachings. The full Robert Stanley interview is out. If you haven't listened to that yet, go check that out, along with the first Recollections log. I'll probably start doing a little bit of a housekeeping episode before uh, everyone I release from now on. Uh, A little bit of housekeeping. So, with that... Let's uh, get into some of this dream stuff, shall we? All right. Uh, I remember being with a uh, close family member in the dream realm. It felt like we were maybe on the coast of somewhere. Feels like it was perhaps the California coast the Pacific Coast, Um, that area of the country I feel a strong pull towards. I think my soul journey um, has to do with that area as well, and the the pyramids and that region. So um, I've had many experiences of seeing people that I have known and loved after after they've gone uh, I realized what my fear of I won't say particularly what the fear was but I remember a certain a certain type of archetype I would say 
that used to instill fear into me when I was a, a wee lad. Um, this idea would would scare me, and I never knew why. I thought it was just the the imagery of it, or the general idea. Um, but really, I realized something that makes you feel helpless. If that thing that makes you feel helpless, if you draw connections, similar connections towards other things in your life, that can also make you feel fear. Those wires can get crossed, helplessness and fear. So wanting to help is a little bit different. So wanting to help but not be able to is a form of helplessness. So you can imagine as children, we want to do so much for the world, we want to change things, but we might feel helpless. Uh, I can recall seeing myself what kind of looked like jumping or zipping off of a ball during a meditation. Um, kind of vague terms, but I re recall a ball of energy. And uh, I was moving around on the ball of energy on its surface. And uh, this was one scenario in which I can recall actually jumping off of this ball or leaving the ball. including a ball of electrical pins could have potentially resembled my soul electrical pins and I remember closing my eyes and seeing this ball of pins and like my point on this ball of pins was elongating It was reaching out and expanding. Eyes closed, dark background, a ball of pins, and a pin that seemed like it resembled me stretching out. I can also recall seeing myself or my consciousness, eyes closed, as something of a flower. I was a living being and I would fold out of myself into a higher dimension it felt like. And as I did that I would change colors. So I would fold out into a higher dimension and I would change colors. and I could consciously interact with this process and then I could fold back in onto myself as well. And so the way I make sense of this is reaching into those higher realms where there are things happening and I can gather information about myself. I can gather knowledge and then I can
non-destructively bring it back in. And this process was interacting with my consciousness, as I said. So I'd grow upward and unfurl like a flower. My colors would change like a rainbow from a darker red up into a blue. The higher it went, unfurled into indigo, magenta. And uh, I started to fold back in somewhere around that point. I can recall with the assistance of some friends about seven good friends having a, an experience that was the closest um, I've ever had to a non-platonic relationship with the divine um, and it was very powerful um, every cell of my body was to the brim with bliss and uh, I was just rolling around in my bed um, with my eyes closed even blindfolded and I even had earplugs in and I heard like a scratching inside of my head like something was trying to break out and what ensued was an intense extreme session of universal love making afterwards um, the intensity overwhelmed me I fled to the bath, and um, it was somewhat over, somewhat scary. Um, my vision was pulsating with different colors, like there was a literal screen of different colors. I remember very clearly flashing between green, blue, and red in in my vision, and it was quite profound. Um, but I did have to bring myself down from that experience. Um, yes. I have held baby Jesus in my arms. And I have felt the stillness of that divine child. It came to me and my girlfriend at that time. Music was playing and it stopped on its own in complete blissful silence fell through the room. Cleansing of a space in which I'd previously envisioned a possession So, so 
some uh, pretty profound stuff I've I've had the pleasure to experience. Um, I'm not making this up. I am actually reading off of these are long-term memories that I typed here into my laptop and I'm reading off of uh, that right now and as I'm recalling these I'm I'm almost taken there and it's it's this is quite a quite a draining experience for me because as I as I talk about these things I'm I'm kind of reliving them in a way and I'm processing them so I hope uh this helps anyone who has had similar experiences you know uh validate unto themselves what's happening and um for those who maybe haven't quite cracked open the egg of their kundalini their energy their spirit and started to take control of your divine self again instead of being ran by tyranny um let these experiences be i don't want to say anecdotal but i have no other way to prove them until you all are able to watch in that that theater of life that we all may visit and i actually do remember being in this movie theater um, this is not an original idea, um, just watching our lives on the screen, you know, and I can recall becoming quite upset, uh, at certain events in these movies and turning myself inside out like a tornado, um, a destructive tornado. So part of this evolution process is to learn to soothe the beast, learn to calm the spirit and then grow and evolve and eventually become one with our creator. And I believe part of these experiences are to do just that. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about Um, and this may edge into explicit content realm. So if there are any, um, young ears around, just be mindful that, um, I do not recommend that anyone takes any drug, period. The only two things that matter are meditation. Listening to God is meditation and prayer or talking to God. The, the relationship between you and your higher power. No drugs, nothing from the outside. There is no God on the outside of you. It is all on the inside of you. It is all on the inside of you. And the Bible is a is a psychological drama for all of humanity, for all of humans. With that being said, 
this was quite a revelatory experience for me, and uh, this story contains a number of factors that only ever began to make sense to me after the fact. So what I will share with you is the initial experience. And let me say, um, this was quite a disruptive experience. So what I'm talking about is uh, my second time ever taking LSD, lysergic acid diethylamide 25. It's my second time taking that compound. And like I said, um, I do not recommend anyone takes drugs of any kind. Please just learn from my mistakes and my experiences. Don't go out and try to do any of this stuff. Don't try to recreate anything that I'm talking about. If you want to have a profound experience, just close your eyes and listen to God. Just listen to your heart. In fact, the most profound experiences I've had have been without any sort of drugs. So again, do not take drugs. Um, the D.A.R.E. program was put there to get people to take drugs because they knew people would defy against it. It was supposed to get people hooked on drugs. Uh, I'm not trying to D.A.R.E. program you. I'm just saying drugs are destructive. And I speak from experience. I was heavily addicted to alcohol for a while. And uh, I haven't drank in longer than I can remember. So proof that connection to your higher power and believing in God, something greater than you, and seeking the help from your inner strength. It's real and it's there. And I'm sharing these experiences with with you so that you can maybe see some of this in yourself as well because I'm on a healing path and I think everyone should be on a healing path with that being said before I really started healing um, this experience sort of set me off course I might say so I was with a family member and uh, our s our setting was great it was a family farm um somewhere and we took these tabs of LSD together and it was a great experience during the the day but then we mixed it with uh, cannabis at the end of the day. And it was a full moon. And I remember looking at the moon rays afterward. Um, and what I saw in the moon rays was overwhelming to me. Because I had started to come down. Now, during that trip in the day, I was having very, very heavy visuals. Um, you know, seeing like long tubes, barbershop pole-esque, colorful spiral worm-like tubes that danced, spiraling waves of energy that danced and almost like, uh, 
and it was all interacting with my emotions and everything just made sense and I I really identified myself as being one with the world at that time the real experience you know but when things started getting bad in the sky where I was seeing these beautiful swirling rolling energy patterns that I was just being absorbed and and enveloped in I began to see these like these jesters these sky jesters like they were laughing at me because I started to get scared it started to get dark out and I began to learn about some of the the CIA MKUltra programming and how they would use owl mating calls and they can actually entrain to that frequency and manipulate the the human nervous system through you know Im- implanted codes sound waves uh, longitudinal frequencies uh, very real things that exist and uh we smoked a little bit of weed which was just on the come down you know just like overwhelmingly reset it and uh i remember looking at the moon and seeing a red ray and a blue ray from the moon converge in the center into a purple ray and i'd never seen anything like this and i just felt the stillness of that that purple and i didn't understand it at that time i didn't know what i was looking at and i became scared fear set off in me my family member was sitting there and I was looking at him and I couldn't tell whether he was facing me or not because I was seeing his face in like a 360 degree view all around his head and with my eyes closed I would see a spiraling human beings holding something on a platter in front of a dog that was sitting on the floor and as it spiraled in the dog would stand up and the human would open up the platter and it would zoom in on the platter which would be another human being and another dog and another platter spiraling realizing that I was both the dog and the master I was both the human and I didn't I didn't understand this at that time before I had ever started to integrate the two, the conscious and the subconscious, the shadow. And my family member and I both felt a very strong burning in our low chakras. And we both said that something was happening. And then something quite ineffable became us. We experienced telepathic communication and I realize how uh, out there that might sound to some people and trying to wrap my mind around it it was very bizarre how it happened it happened in our heads first it happened in our lower chakras I felt both felt a burning in our lower chakras uh, very stimulating 
and then these these thoughts started to flow in and the thoughts um it'd be too much to try and articulate what they were saying but extremely esoteric information but the thing is we were both getting this download of information we were having these thoughts i remember talking about the color red and we both started talking at the same time saying the same thing and i'm telling you i could not repeat what we were saying but it was far out esoteric stuff and we were saying it at the same time you know what i mean like we sounded like metaphysical beings talking about how the fabric of space-time works but we were talking in unison there was <laughs> we didn't rehearse it you know what i mean and what we were saying was what i had began to hear in my head after that we began to feel that burning in our chakras like it was just a continuation of that thought and he was having that thought too and the thought just amplified through our voices so that that was really the first ever that was quite destabilizing for me at the time i was 19 in college and i didn't know anything about LSD or anything like that. Just kind of jumped into it and wanted him to do it with me. So, um, you know, like I said, for anyone out there listening, I'm not sharing this because I think you should go out and get some LSD and take it with people. I'm saying that because what I experienced was actually at the time very negative and terrifying and not good for me to have done and i strongly feel that i'm lucky to have recovered from that experience whereas other people may not have recovered because the amount of fear that ensued after that became a poison the first time experiencing something like that for real and then actually realizing with yourself fully understanding that it is real it's a lot to comprehend again we're talking metaphysically um, thoughts that I was hearing in my head we began to say at the same time and with my eyes closed, I would see what I now believe may have been part of my Merkaba field spinning, but again, I didn't understand it. So yeah, um, there's a reason why it's a cliche for a lot of people to start meditating and being very spiritual after having taken, um, you know, a psychedelic drug. Because here in America, we're a young country, and uh, we, we don't have very much of a spiritual tradition here. People are very easily manipulated and given in to the techno 
auto-corporatocracy that is going on here. And I was kind of in that, not on a great path, I believe. And that experience really showed me, it showed me a lot. Showed me that there was so much more spiritual ground to stand on, so much more. Showed me telekinesis, telepathy was real. Um, and, and this was before I even started learning about any of this stuff. So I had this experience kind of in naivete. Um, it was kind of destabilizing. And I've kind of been picking up the pieces and making sense of it as I go along the way. And I'm here to share with you these things. I felt like I had shattered my cosmic egg in a way, slightly. I wasn't spiritually hygienic. I didn't know what I was doing. And because of that, I left myself open to a lot of damage. But now I have a trust in God and a higher power, and I have a faith that is unshakable. And uh, I know that these higher dimensional metaphysical things are real, and I'm not afraid of this energy system, and I work with this energy. Our cosmic egg, that's our toroid field. If you don't know what our toroid field is, just look up a torus, T-O-R-U-S. It looks like a, kind of like a ball that is spinning from the bottom up, and that represents our electromagnetic field. We have a heart field, our heart electromagnetic field. Um, all of our chakras have a, sm have a small electric field, and our whole body has a field, and it is our aura. It's our soul, our spirit, our body. It's all the same thing. Our, our kundalini energy rises through our electrical system, our chakras. We are on the great ascent, the, the grand ascension. My cosmic egg has grown over time. I can recall it being just a plain white egg remembering very vividly conceptualizing my soul field and seeing with eyes closed this white egg. And I would imbue it with energy and thoughts and it would change. Now I can see it as a shifting, moving, sort of metallic substance. My spiritual shield, I'm protected by God. Surface of the sun. If you look up close-up images of the surface of the sun, think that kind of impenetrable, fast-vibrating energy. Self-organizing, multi-dimensional it's so fast that it is able to be seen in those denser, faster spin regions. 
it can connect with higher beings shielded by divine energy um, if anyone hasn't heard of hemisync h-e-m-i hyphen s-y-n-c I highly recommend you look it up um, because a lot of what I have been able to recall and achieve has been through doing hemisync and the different practices um, also imaginal techniques from Neville Goddard and uh, mindfulness meditation meta loving kindness meditation mantras chants affirmations all these things connect to the divine pray and meditate you can create a box in your mind call it an energy conversion chamber whose lid can only be opened by you and the surface may resemble that of your cosmic egg and you open it and put in that energy which does not serve you and send it to your higher consciousness for it to be transmuted into something more beneficial. Alright friends, that's a little bit into page three. That was all of page two of my recollections log. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have extracted the ultimate highest value out of my sharing here. I love you. You do not have to accept that, but just know that we are on the Great Ascension and there is no stopping it. Um, we are children of God. Okay? Follow the podcast here. Listen to my interview with Robert Stanley. Go ahead and listen to the other recollections in this one. Start to piece together some of these things and, uh, you know, help me help you make sense of this reality that we're living in. Stay tuned next week for my interview with Alexis Rose from Ascension Diaries. I've also started a Patreon. On that Patreon, you can show your support. My first tier is for $5.55, a monthly membership for the five-dimensional fan. If you appreciate my work and you want to buy me a coffee once a month, then this is for you. Uh, really, anything that you can do helps me keep doing this. You can also uh, donate on the Cash App, money sign The Groder, T-H-E-G-R-O-D-E-R. And on Patreon, you can also sign up for the Beast tier, where I will be giving you everything, including behind-the-scenes 
content for my music for the pod, unreleased content, and that you will have access to me once a week for music lessons. You can get a single custom song and really cheap merch along with other things. I'm going to be bringing this podcast to video very soon and just stay tuned okay we're gonna keep pushing along love you all like i said peace respect for all of god's life don't be a person who is stuck in a single moment don't live your life behind the wheel of anger like you're driving down the road flipping someone off Live your life as a person who is opening the door of love in your heart for everyone. But remember, you are in control. And God. Thank you. And for thank you for listening to the dimensional ladder. 12,